To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses. Though we have rebelled against him, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God, to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all their sins, serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 97. The Lord is king. The earth may be glad thereof. Yea, the multitude of the isles may be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his seat. There shall go a fire before him and burn up his enemies on every side. His lightnings gave shine unto the world. The earth saw it and was afraid. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens had declared his righteousness, and all the peoples have seen his glory. Confounded be all they that worship carved images, and that delight in vain gods. Worship him, all ye gods. Zion heard of it and rejoiced, and the daughters of Judah were glad because of thy judgments, O Lord. For thou, Lord, art higher than all that are in the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. O ye that love the Lord, see that ye hate the thing which is evil. The Lord preserveth the souls of his saints. He shall deliver them from the hand of the ungodly. There is sprung up a light for the righteous, and joyful gladness for such as are true-hearted. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks for a remembrance of his holiness. Psalm 98 O sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. With his own right hand and with his holy arm hath he gotten glory himself the victory. 
The Lord declared his salvation. His righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. He hath remembered his mercy and truth towards the house of Israel, and all the ends of the world have seen the salvation of our God. Show yourselves joyful unto the Lord, all ye lands. Sing, rejoice, and give thanks. Praise the Lord upon the harp. Sing to the harp with a psalm of thanksgiving. With trumpets also in shams, O show yourselves joyful before the Lord the King. Let the sea make a noise, and all there that therein is, the round world, and they that dwell therein. Let the floods clap their hands, and let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for he has come to judge the earth. With righteousness shall he judge the world, and the peoples with equity. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 15th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Then the Lord said to me, Even if Moses and Samuel stood before me, my mind would not be favorable toward this people. Cast them out of my sight, and let them go forth. And it shall be, if they say to you, Where should we go? Then you shall tell them, Thus says the Lord, Such as for death, such as are for death to death, and such as are for the sword to the sword, and such as are for the famine to the famine, and such as are for the captivity to the captivity. And I will appoint over them four forms of destruction, says the Lord, the sword to slay, the dogs to drag, the birds of the heavens and the beasts of the earth to devour and destroy. I will hand them over to trouble, to all kingdoms of the earth, because of Manasseh the son of Hezekiah, king of Judah, for what he did in Jerusalem. For who will have pity on you, O Jerusalem? Or who will bemoan you? Or who will turn aside to ask how you are doing? You have forsaken me, says the Lord. You have gone backward. Therefore, I will stretch out my hand against you and destroy you. I am weary of relenting, and I will winnow them with a winnowing fan in the gates of the land. I will bereave them of children. I will destroy my people, since they do not return from their ways. Their widows will be increased to me more than the sand of the seas. I will bring against them, against the mother of the young men, a plunderer at noonday. I will cause anguish and terror to fall on them suddenly. She languishes, who has borne seven. She has breathed her last. Her son has gone down while it was yet day. She has been ashamed and confounded. And the remnant of them I will deliver to the sword before their enemies, says the Lord. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scoured the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel. He promised for our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and never shall be, 
world without end. Amen. Here begins the 38th verse of the 12th chapter of the book, the Gospel of St. Mark. Then he said to them in his teaching, Beware of the scribes who desire to go around in long robes, love greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, and the best places at feasts, who devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. Now Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how people put money into the treasury, and many who were rich put in much. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mites, which make a quadrants. So he called to his disciples to himself and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury, for they all put in out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all that she had, her whole livelihood. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Grant we beseech the Almighty God that we, who for our evil deeds do worthily deserve to be punished, by thy comfort of thy grace may mercifully be relieved. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who eatest nothing that thou hast made, dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Pray and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Andrew, you're muted. Oh, I'm sorry. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. By thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Evening. A couple thoughts on tonight's lessons. Our Old Testament lesson comes from Jeremiah. And um, it seems like, uh, well, Jeremiah is, is speaking for the Lord. And it seems like the Lord is very upset um, 
at Israel. And he says that even if some of his choice uh, prophets of old, such as Moses and Samuel, who seemed to always know what the right thing was to do and, and usually always um, had intercessed on behalf of the people, um, came and intercessed on behalf of Israel in, in their current state, it would mean nothing to God. He's, he is um, very upset because Israel is not following the law. They're not doing what they should be doing. And I think um, the the idea here, the important thing here is that Israel has, has been given warning after warning after warning. And there's always been a point where Israel could uh, repent and turn back and receive forgiveness. Um, however, um, at a certain point, um, that ended. There was a point of no return. And uh, this is what God is, is talking about. And God, God names the point of no return. He says, I will hand them over to trouble to all kingdoms of the earth because of Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, king of Judah, for what he did in Jerusalem. And Manasseh was one of the last kings of, uh, of, of Judah, of the southern kingdom. And um, what we're told is what, what Manasseh had done was evil in the sight of the Lord. But if you ever read, uh, you know, Kings and Chronicles, you'll often get to a point where they say king after king after king, and they and 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 the writer says, and king so and so, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and then you know a few lines later, and then his son king so and so reigned for so many years, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and so you get all of these kings that in just in a row, seemingly endless row of kings that did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and then you get to Manasseh also did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And so you have this kind of trajectory, this downward trajectory, where no king is making right decisions. But what Manasseh did um, is not only was he leading the nation into idolatry, but he also took one of his sons and sacrificed his son and um, to a pagan god. And that was not good. Um, and that that is that was the last straw for God, is, is you know, God... God believes in the sanctity of life. Children are a gift. You cannot do that. You cannot take this gift that was given to you and sacrifice him to an, an idol. Um, and so this is the event that, that God says, that's it. Um, and, and, you know, God knows the inward state of the nation. And he knows at this point, unless he intervenes um, and takes Israel and 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 Judah and and leads them into captivity. Uh, there's there's going to be no way that they can repent. Uh, there's not going to be a good king that that can give long lasting repentance to the nation. And so, um, this is what God does. He brings them into captivity and prepares in captivity a remnant that He will bring back to um, to. Jerusalem to to eventually rebuild and more importantly to pave the way for the Messiah and so when we get to our New Testament lesson tonight you know Jesus is talking about um, beware of the scribes who um, only appear on the outside to be doing the right thing uh, and and inwardly they they do not care about doing the right thing the motivation inwardly is not love. The motivation 
inwardly for um, this group of people that Jesus is warning of. Uh, their motivation is the outward appearance of doing good, right? And so, um, you know, what the Pharisees and the scribes had, had seen and diagnosed as the problem of Israel from old um, was not the inward state of the nation. They diagnosed the problem as being not following the law. And so uh, you, you get God from the Old Testament and the Old Testament passage we just read. You know, upset that, that Israel is not doing the right thing, that the, the outcomes of what they're doing is wrong. And then we get to here where Jesus is upset that the inward motivations, uh, the means in which someone does something is wrong. And then we get the picture of what should happen. We have the widow who outwardly gives, you know, alms to the poor, which is something that we should do. as uh, It's a good thing. But her inward motivation was pure. It was out of love, and it was a sacrifice that she made for someone else. And so the moral of uh, these two lessons is that uh, the ends and the means are both important things, that, that one's not more important than the other, and that um, you ought to do the right thing. Um, if you're doing the wrong thing, it doesn't matter how you do the wrong thing, that's wrong. But if you do the right thing, um, you you also must go about it the right way, and that's what's important uh, to God is is doing the right thing, but in the right way and with the proper motivations. So, a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Uh, we'll continue on with the litany uh, for the church and evangelism. You can find a copy of that by clicking the link in the chat bar to the right and following along with us. Uh, we offer the litany for the church in evangelism this evening to the glory of God, for the prayers and for the intercessions of all those who are praying with us tonight. We also ask that God would open up new um, opportunities of mission and ministry within our diocese and the communities our diocese is working with, and also strengthen the um, missions and mission ministries that, that we are involved in. We also ask that God gives us a, a good uh, final few weeks of Lent uh, as we prepare for the coming of Easter and that it may be a fruitful Lent for all involved. We also ask for peace in our time. O Lord, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. Holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church, universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. 
We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Give them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, that may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scripture and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to make us ready to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep, and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost. Brought thy Holy Spirit upon this diocese and the communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers. Strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick. Turn and soften the wicked. Rouse the negligent and careless. Recover the fallen. Restore the penitent. Remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Leah, for reading and responding. Thank you all for being here tonight. Hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. Thank you, Deacon Andrews. Thank you. Good night. Thank Have you. a good night, everybody. <laughs>